Not so fast, Lone Star. Helmet. So, at last we meet for the first time for the last time. Before you die, there is something you should know about us, Lone Star. What? I am your father's, brother's, nephew's, cousin's former roommate. What's that make us? Absolutely nothing. Which is what you are about to become. Do you realize the bullet out of an AR-15 travels... Five times as rapidly as a bullet shot out of any other gun. So, where were we? I was just leaving. Right, you were leaving. I can't believe you sent a woman into the sauna to do that That was me. an accident! I think you're both mentally ill. Oh. And by the way, they're real oh. and they're spectacular. <laughs> And I stand on the Constitution. I demand a trial for my client. You mean a jury trial? I do. If I can't win this case with a jury, you'll have me too. But you'll have to admit that this is hardly the case for an ordinary jury. Be it the quick or the dead. So it'd be an American judge and an American jury. Quick or the dead? You have said. <laughs> May the better man win, Mr. Webster. I'll drink to that, Mr. Scratch. Just let me know when I'm on, all right? All right, New York, 108, Philadelphia, 96. Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Is that all right for level? I find Philadelphia. Okay, the Philadelphia 76ers. Just let me, let me know when I'm on, Bill. All remaining systems will bow to the first order and will remember this as the last day of the Republic. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. And good morrow to you, good friar. Good morrow to you, kind and gracious rabbi. So glad to see you today. Are you still a friar? I, well, so I, I did get a comment and I was told that I should keep the friar title. So, so as, you know, popular opinion would have it one person i will <laughs> i'll go ahead and keep it along with the intestinal worms yeah well yeah i'm gonna i just have to watch what i eat and make sure that i'm not i'm not actually eating organic produce well there you go <laughs> at least not organic produce fertilized by <laughs> no your own garden I, I, yeah i don't know <laughs> it's just really really weird anyway so uh it's uh it's us. It's What's the Frog. It's me, Rabbi Dave. And me, Friar Rod. And we are bemused by what has happened in the news this week. Yes. Because for all of the chit-chat about things, I think the message for me, yeah. the lesson that I took from this entire week of events, is how weird it is that people send messages that are then not always well received. Yes. So for example, this week started with a discussion amongst us on our text group uh-huh. about a beautiful, I wouldn't call her young because she was in her forties when she did this. Yeah. But she was beautiful lady by the name of Sarah 
Goodrich, who wanted to send a message to a United States senator. Yeah. So she sent the message to the United States senator, who apparently looked at the message and went, huh, and put it in his safe, where it <laughs> remained for the next, I don't know, however long he lived. And today you can see that message in the family museum because the message that Ms. Goodridge sent to Senator Daniel Webster, one of my favorite people in all of history. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because no, Daniel Webster, Daniel Webster took on old scratch and won the case. Okay. You never read that story or seen that movie? The devil and uh, Daniel Webster. I may have. It's been a while. God, I love that story. It is. <laughs> it's Washington Irving's retelling of the story of Faust. Okay. You know, a guy wants to be rich. So he makes a deal mm-hmm. with scratch. The devil. He gets rich and then changes his mind and he can't, can't figure out how to get out of it. And so Daniel Webster just happens to be traveling through town. He's a well-known lawyer. For those of you not keeping up with American history, Daniel Webster should have been president of the United States, but never was. Yeah. He was a senator, though. He's what, the, he's what they call the, the second generation. So he wasn't the founders or the framers. He was the people that okay. came to prominence after those folks. He should have been, he's the compromise of 1850. He's the genius behind all that. <laughs> I said genius, but you know, yeah. anyway, <laughs> so Daniel Webster happens to be passing through town. So the guy hires him to, to defend him against scratch Satan okay. in court. And Daniel Webster wins. I don't want well, to ruin the go. story for you, but you know, it's well over yeah. almost 200 years old. So. <laughs> By now you haven't seen it. Well, not really spoiled. Anyway, kind of kind of reminds me of Bedazzled a little bit. It, it is. It's the same story. Bedazzled, Faust, mm-hmm. uh, the Devil, and Tom Irving. It's all the same story. It's just different characters and different settings. And anyway, Sarah Goodridge had a thing for Daniel Webster, which makes mm-hmm. sense because he was going to be a powerful dude, and sure. she had become quite the artist in her lifetime, and so she was painting miniature paintings on little pieces of. I mean, little miniature painting. Okay. Like a postcard so, size. Right. Probably smaller than that even. All right. Although maybe I, you know, I've never actually seen her work. I've seen pictures of her work. And let me tell you, they're real and they're magnificent. And spectacular. <laughs> and spectacular. Yes. <laughs> so at some point she decides she's got a thing for Daniel Webster. So she paints a picture of herself naked because they didn't have iPhones back right. then or, or, you know, cell phones with cameras on. So this is like in the 1830s, right? Mm-hmm. Sends the painting to him. So this is the first known incident of sending nudes. Okay. But not the first known incident of pornography. No, <laughs> no, it's tasteful. Okay. It's a tasteful nude of herself. It's a self portrait. Yeah. So I'm assuming she looked in the mirror and, just did you know. the upper half of her torso, right? Yeah, it's it's just her, it's not just not her, her face because her yeah. breasts. Okay. Yeah, because you gotta you gotta obscure the face. I mean, you can't be sending that out. I bet they were photoshopped. I bet they're not. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, cleared up any blemishes and things like no, that. No, they're that actually not. There's a there there actually isn't. If you look at the portrait, it's, really, and I'm not suggesting that you should because your wife might walk in right now. <laughs> I sent it to you last night. You, you did. Anyway, so she sends this thing to him. And and the presumption is that she was trying to entice him into marrying her, which he did not. 
So, okay. so now he's got a picture of a suitor a that pair. he puts in the spank bank and, and keeps it there <laughs> because, because apparently he wanted to keep it. He didn't send it back, but. <laughs> and then we have the first known, uh, the first known, was it uh fapping issue? Right. Yeah. That's what they call it. So anyway, he didn't marry her. She okay. went on to die, as I as I recall, a spinster, probably okay. bitter. You know, did he I, marry someone else? Yeah, he yeah he married someone else. She didn't find out about the picture. Well, that's the thing. He put it in his safe. So unless she had the combination to the safe, then would you mm. give your wife the combination to your safe? Well, I kind of I mean, do. For the for the record, yeah. I did too. Mine mine has a lock and key, and my wife has a key to it. So yeah, she has, she has all my passwords and stuff. So. Just to be clear, if I had a picture of Sarah Gooding's, Sarah Goodrich's breasts in my safe, Cammy would would find it there, but I don't because. (laughs) No, you just have it in, in our signal chat. (laughs) But it's, it's got, you know, it's, 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 it's the word for it. It has spectacular. They are. And it's got, (laughs) but it's got, uh, the black, the the pasties. I put the pasties on it so that it wouldn't titillate anybody. Anyway, she sends this to him. He puts it in a safe. When he dies, they find it in a safe. So what does the family do with it? Because wow. everybody knows who it is because it comes with a message saying, hi. <laughs> right. Thinking had about she, you. Had she died by then, too? I don't know when she died. She died in, let's see. Because that would be very 1853. So, yeah, I think Daniel Webster was dead by then. But no, he wouldn't have been dead by then. He didn't die. Until well, he died the year before, eighteen fifty-two. Okay, so she of a broken heart dies after after he does. Yeah. He never gets hoping to be present. and praying that that postcard was either destroyed or. Do you think she was worried about that? Not really. Not at that age. No. No, and and not with that. I mean, they're spectacular and they're real. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, so <Rookie. laughs> so she dies. Anyway, the family finds the painting in the in the safe. And of course they, they do what all families do when they find out some tramp stamp was chasing their dad. Yeah. Their, their, their patriarch. They put it in a museum where you can go today and see it. And I'm not saying you should, I'm just saying you can't just so, don't let your wife know before you go. I guess. Or take her there with you. Oh, right, look, right. Oh, oh look, do you think those are real? <laughs> No, Dave, they're spectacular. You can have her walk over there and fall into it. (laughs) That's a great episode. Anyway, so this whole discussion led to this concept of messages not being received because I don't know. Daniel Webster never commented on it. He never reacted to it. Was he a prudish man? You know, I assume not, but I don't actually know. I mean, because you, you See, now think you want to know before you sent a, a picture like that to somebody. You well, think he you, obviously had some interest in her. But yeah, he saved it. Right. Well, I mean, wouldn't you? Well, if I had a safe that my wife didn't have a combination to, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. All right. So before <laughs> we get too into trouble here. So she, uh, you know, she obviously had some connection with him, some communication with him. Sure. She was in Washington, D.C., so it was. So was he. He was a powerful senator. She, a want-to-be powerful Washington wife. 
but mm-hmm. she, but he never got the message or he didn't understand the message or perhaps even as far as we know, he didn't act on the message as far as we know. And so it's possible that maybe he just didn't even get the message. He didn't understand mm-hmm. it. Maybe he was just like, Hey, pe- maybe, maybe people sent him nudes all the time and mm-hmm. he just put them in the safe. And well, I guess that's the only one though that made the, well, it's probably museum. the only one that was really good. Okay. I mean, this yeah. is the 1830s, you know? Yeah, true. Wait, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> not sure where I was going with that. So it got me on this whole thing about messages not being received and not being comprehended, which brought me to the president of the United States explaining me to me that the AR-15, did you know, Rod, that the bullet from the AR-15 travels five times faster than any other bullet? I was unaware of that because, you know, I, I've, I've seen and I've shot an AR-15 before and I didn't experience any kind of like, you know, sonic boom or anything from no, no you know, time warp, no, you know, no going space twice or three times or... the space <laughs> That's the speed okay. of sound. So the president says this. And even the Washington Post, which is mm-hmm. the most pro Biden paper in the country. The Washington Post will explain to you that if Joe Biden fell off his bicycle, it was the Republicans' fault. Probably the MAGA Republicans' fault. They probably did something. The MAGA. Right. So even the Washington Post had to post a a quote-unquote fact check about the president's quote-unquote gaffe, unquote. Now, here's the question. Was it a gaffe? Did the president just accidentally explain to the entire world that the bullet from the AR-15 travels five times faster than anything else? So was that an off-the-cuff remark that he was making, or was that a part of a speech? See, I don't know. But that seems to be that seems to be the kind of thing that, you know, when you're giving a speech, because, yeah. again, we're talking about a guy that's been in the Washington, D.C. beltway. Mm-hmm. Congress since the 1970s yeah, or maybe 80s, I don't know, 50 years. So it's got to be the 70s. Who understands that Joe Biden, of all the people on this planet, should understand that if you say you have X number of degrees and you were number one in your class mm-hmm. and you were the smartest guy there, he should understand that somebody's going to go look at that yeah. and say, wait a sec. And when you're the president of the United States, still blows me away. I don't away. know that he's all entirely there. I think he has moments of clarity. You don't think I, this was written down? You don't because that's such a that's such a fact. That's such a concrete thing. Bullet from an AR-15 travels five times faster than any other bullet in existence. You think that just popped into his head? The five times part. Yeah, I mean, he was trying to make a point that it goes fast out the gun. So I could I could see them trying to skew numbers like that. This is the same speech where he, again, for the second time that I know of, explained to us that if we're going to overthrow his government, we we don't need AR-15s. We need F-15s. Yes. Which I finally just realized is alliterative. I didn't catch that before, but even as I'm sitting here right now, mm-hmm. see, cause I've been in my head, I've been saying, why say F-15s? Yeah. Why not say tanks? Why not say, see one time he did say nuclear weapons. He did. Yeah. But, but this time he didn't. 
but now I'm realizing that the F-15 is the alliterative of the AR-15. You don't yes. need an AR-15. You need an F-15. See, now I yeah. get it. Yeah. But in the same speech where he says that, he says that the AR-15 is useless against his powerful government, which has F-15s. And as he said before, nuclear yeah. weapons, right? Yeah. So which is it? Is the AR-15 a dangerous weapon of overthrowing the government, or is it a useless hunk of carbon fiber which can't stand up against his F-15? So what difference does it make if I have one or not? Well, I don't know. If the F-15, if the, I mean, if the AR-15 could shoot five times faster than any other gun, you could do some damage to an F-15. <laughs> well, but the F-15 is one of the fastest airplanes ever built. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Well, it'd be, hard to, fastest, be hard to hit it. F-15. If you did hit it going five times faster than any other gun. Yeah, you're going to mess it up. That would include the guns coming off the F-15, right? Right. <laughs> yes, it would. See, the F-15 back in the, back in the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s was, was the, that thing was, so you had three major fighter planes. Sorry, I'm getting off topic here. No, the okay. F-16, which was just coming into service. Mm-hmm. You had the F-14, the Tomcat, the amazing Tomcat. Yeah, which and is then awesome. You, then you Top had the F-15. And the F-15 Eagle was the choice of people because it was so fast and so powerful. It was the only aircraft in the world that could maintain a vertical climb Mm -hmm. straight up. And so they were actually talking about using it as a launching platform for anti-satellite missiles. Because you can fly it straight up to the edge of its flight envelope, Mm -hmm. loop back backwards, open, fire the missile into a ballistic arch. And that way you don't have to pay for a rocket on the ground, see? Okay. Just jet fuel. Right. So anyway, the F-15s are pretty awesome. So the president says, and and it it made me wonder, okay, clearly he's sending a message, Mm -hmm. but who is he sending the message to? Because the people who oppose him, the people who do not agree with God, the people who do not vote for Biden, the people who may in fact have the AR-15s, but not the F-15s already know that he is what we call in the technical field of public speaking, full of mm-hmm. So who is he talking to? It's got to be the left, you know, his base. Except that even they realize that he's FOS. Even the, even the Washington Post and New York Times have to yeah. print fact checks about this gaffe because this is... This is so ridiculous that it, 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 mm. yeah. So who's the message for who got the message? What message did they get? And did That's they just, why I think it's a gaffe and not a, not a planned thing. Cause I can't imagine someone sitting there thinking, okay, yeah, we're going to, we're going to have them speak this way and, and add these two references in there, the AR 15 and the F 15. See, I think the F 15 was absolutely on purpose because he's done that before. He now, has. this time he left out the nuclear weapon part. Oh, yeah. Because, sorry, nuclear weapons, because that didn't go over well last time. When he stu- yeah. when the president of the United States is threatening to nuke his own citizens, yeah, that doesn't play well in Peoria. Well, and all the libertarians are like, okay, fine, we need nukes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your terms are acceptable to me. <laughs> uh, so at that point, see, I, I'm of the opinion that this was totally... I, I think if we were able to get a copy of the speech, okay, the speechwriter for the 
for the teleprompter. I bet it's in there. Hmm. I don't know. I just, this guy just doesn't impress me. And I, you know, again, I've been watching Senator Joe Biden since a long time ago. Well, he's, he's as old as dirt. I mean, right. And yes, he's prompt to say gaffes. He's prompt to say stupid crap. Yeah. Always. No he's always been that it. way. Right. But at the same time, he's president of the United States. They don't let him off. They don't let him that far off the hook. No. So, especially when he tells people that he can't, you know, he's got to go because he can't say anymore. He's not allowed to. Not supposed to say anything else. Yeah. It's like, okay, who? End of line. Repeat. In quote. quote, Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. (laughs) So, if that were not enough, then we come to Wednesday. Was it Wednesday or Thursday? I can't remember. Uh, this week's gone so bad. I don't remember. I, think I have to go Wednesday. look to see when I posted online. It was my, Wednesday. My I'm pretty sure. If it wasn't Wednesday, then it was Thursday. But the president of the United States, and I didn't even know this was coming. The only reason I knew this speech was coming at all was because I happened to have the news on that morning. Yeah. And they were talking about Jean-Pierre, Jean-Pierre, Paul Pierre. Yeah. Right. The, the, the press secretary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pierre Paul. Yeah. Whatever. How do you pronounce her name? I don't right. know. Anyway, um, she was talking about the fact that this speech is going to be important. It's going to be critical. It's going to be one of the most important things the president has ever had to say. And it will definitely not, under no circumstances, no way, no how, in no shape or form, be a political speech. It certainly won't be. It won't be a stump speech. Right. So I thought to myself, well... This is going to be a political speech. It's going to yeah, they just telegraphed exactly what that's going to right. be about. And I and I listened to all the talk shows all day long talking about the fact that the president is going to speak tonight from Philadelphia. And this is going to be just where yeah. I happen to be. Uh, this is going to be a, uh, a political speech. I'm really not in Philadelphia, but my background is. Oh, yeah, I see, I see that. So. Yeah. But unlike the president, mine is green, not red. Anyway. So I listened to this all day, and then it came time for the speech. And my local news said something that was intriguing to me, Rod. What'd they say? My local news, which is the local news I prefer is Fox 13, which is a Fox station. It's not Fox News. I want to be clear. It's owned by Sinclair Media. Right. But anyway, (laughs) it's where Brandy used to work. Okay. Now I'm hooked. So so (laughs) I'm, I'm... I'm, I'm watching this, and and the the host says Liz says, you can watch the speech tonight on our website, fox13.com. We'll stream it live. Yeah, but not air it. I thought, what? <laughs> That's weird. Presence giving a major primetime address, and you're not going to carry it. Ah, Sinclair Media, Fox 13, mm-hmm. evil conservatives. Sure, makes sense. So just for fun. S and G, as I call it, I flipped over to the other channels and they were saying the same thing. Yeah, we'll stream it tonight on our website. Yeah. The ABC station, the CBS station. And I they, thought, can make, they can make more money that way, right? Because they don't have to in- interrupt their primetime broadcast and their and their. Well, that's what I thought, too. And then I went and looked at the schedule for the evening and it was all reruns. They're still going to make more money. Than that. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> wow, president's giving a major non-political speech in prime time. From Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. So why are they covering it up? Right. 
but they're not broadcasting it. I thought that was strange. Mm -hmm. So like most Americans, many Americans, I did not watch the speech. I didn't watch it live for a couple of reasons. One, because I can't, can't say this enough. Just don't care. Yeah. Well, and you don't normally watch speeches anyway no, on politicians. I don't, so. I don't watch speeches. You know why I don't watch these things? I don't know why. I, Go ahead. L- let me digress for just a moment again. Okay. One of the other topics of last week was the Joe Rogan experience. Oh, yes. So this week, Joe Rogan <laughs> apparently listens to us and yes. basically said the same thing that we said last week about another yeah. subject. Yeah. So I thought to myself, I'm going to go listen to this episode of Joe Rogan and hear Joe Rogan essentially repeat me, yeah. which makes my heart warms the cockles of my heart. And, and did he? I don't know. It's a four hour freaking show. <laughs> it's a four hour show, uh, which he talked about this subject for maybe 10 seconds. And if you've ever listened to the Joe Rogan experience, you know that. Good Lord. They I talk mean, about look, everything. Right. Whatever under the sun. Well, you know, look, you, when you get drugs and alcohol involved in stuff, oh, conversations yeah. tend to go. Well, half from, the conversations are about drugs and alcohol. Half of them are about drugs and alcohol. Uh, half of them are about <clears throat> anal ejaculation, not oh. making this up, <laughs> to MMA, to to Flight 93 was shot down. Okay. To sumo wrestling, a massive discussion about sumo wrestling. And by the time I finally said, is he ever going to get to what, what I'm, I was two hours into it. And I said, you know what? Screw this. I, I don't, I don't have four hours to do this. And in the same vein, I don't have an hour to sit there and listen to the president talk for the three sound bites that are going to be repeated over and over again. That's I would much rather read it because I can read faster than he can talk yeah. and comprehend it better. Now, granted, yeah. I lose some interpret, I lose some interpretive things. Yes. You know, yeah, you know, the fist but, shaking and the, the demeanor, the, the tone. Yeah. I miss I miss the the MAGA Republicans. Yeah. Whispering, which I hate. For the record, it's easier to watch Joe Rogan's little snips on YouTube. Mm. Same is true of Bongino with his show. Now, his podcast is better because his podcast is time limited. Mm-hmm. So he has to compress himself and he has to get to the point. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. Radio three hours. He can go as long as he wants. So he's anyway. So I didn't watch the speech for that reason. Yeah. I call it the Joe Rogan experience of not watching speeches now. <laughs> um, number one, the setting. Yeah. If you're going to go to Independence Hall, you damn well better be talking about things that are pro-American. Yeah. This is the place. People, people associate Independence Hall with independence, with the Constitution. Liberty. This, Liberty. This is the room where this, all these ideas coalesced into existence. Yeah. This is the very room where George Washington sat on that seat over there and calmly directed the, 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 the convention. Mm-hmm. This is the very room where, where, where uh, Rodney, what's his last name? Can't think of his last name. The guy from Delaware, Rodney. From I'm, Delaware, rode okay. overnight to deliver the deciding vote to declare independence from Delaware. Okay. Feel stupid because I can't think of his name right now. And I have the entire power of the internet I, right in front of me. But I'm not I am a horrible with names, so never ask me for a name. Because <sighs> I could meet you the He's next day. He's on the quarter. He's on the damn quarter. Delo, 
Delaware Quarter. Rodney. <laughs> what is his name? And thus we are giving Caesar Rodney. Caesar yeah. Rodney. I should know that. Uh, it's a little insight into Dave's mind right now. Yeah. Caesar Rodney rides overnight through rain and stormy to get to Philadelphia to Independence Hall to walk in covered in mud to deliver the deciding vote for independence from Delaware. That's okay. important because the president's from Delaware. Uh-huh. None of this comes into the speech. The entire speech no. is MAGA Republicans are a direct threat. Yes. To the Republic. And those, that is verbatim what he said. See, I couldn't believe it when I first heard that. So did he really say that? Did he really say a threat to the Republic or a threat to democracy? I sent well, Rodney he'd Bill a text. Say, he'd he said democracy, democracy or most of the time he was talking right. about. But he to did democracy. say a direct threat. The MAGA Republicans represent a direct threat to the Republic. Yeah. And he said this in front of Philadelphia's Independence Hall, which for some reason had been lit red with two Marines in the background in dress blues. Well, there were blue. It was, there was red and well, blue no, on the sides, yeah. but yeah. the focal point was the red background. The red. And then CNN, for reasons that only they know, decided to tent and edit the photograph so that it was even more red and black. Yeah. Which anybody with the common sense that God gave cabbage yeah. would have said, you know, that's just not really a good look. I mean, I don't care if you're left, right, center, indifferent. Yeah. You, you Even if you were that. unaware of World War II and what went on there and, the, and you know, the, the images that were sent. If you've lived in the 21st century, you had to have seen some of the Star Wars movies. Exactly. There's no way these 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 junior executives at the White House hadn't seen that. No. Is the that first, the message? It's the first order. It's, they, I mean, the, the, in one of the latest movies, there was a whole speech given by one of the generals in front of the big red background. So he was yelling this, just like just like Biden. He was yelling. Knowing this, <laughs> the question is, what's the message here? Because yeah. even if you take the content out, the appearance in the 21st century, in the Internet age, mm-hmm. in the world that I love of memeology, that's even a word. Yes. You would have to be literally the dumbest person in government not to know what's about to happen. And or you planned it. Or you planned it that way. Which is, which is the message. And see, I have a friend of a friend. I hate doing this. Because okay. This is like, you know, my sister's uncles, which would be my uncle, um, you know, my sister's brother-in-law's uncle, uh, cousin twice removed. It's like the, the great Spaceballs quote, right? right? It's, uh, I am your father's brother's nephew's right. cousin's former roommate. <laughs> what does that make us? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Which is what you are about to become. <laughs> I have a friend who has a friend who told my friend directly and pointedly, in fact, apparently provided proof. Now I have not seen the proof, but that doesn't, doesn't mean I don't believe him. So so we're, we're at hearsay at this point, right? We are at hearsay. This is not admissible, but I have no reason to doubt it because I believe that this would be the case. Okay. 
who informed my friend, who then told me that this was 100% Joe Biden's idea. That Joe Biden wanted that, that the words in this speech were written with his approval. I mean, he didn't write them, write them, but sure. he dictated that the appearance, that everything in this thing, right down to the two Marines standing at parade rest behind yeah. him, is 100% Joe Biden's decision. Well, so that makes sense because I can guarantee you he has not watched Star Wars. <laughs> right. But what's the message here? What's, what yeah. is he trying to say to us? What is he trying to tell us? And he's trying to assert power and, and authority, be an authoritative figure. But I mean, if, if you were giving a speech of this importance in this situation coming into the midterms, wouldn't you bring up the fact that, well, you know, we got a gas prices are down nine weeks in a row. I did that. Wouldn't you at least bring that up? They've been trying, though, but they've also been funding other MAGA Republicans, right, yes, in the races. Have. Yes, they have. So this they're trying the, to build this up as the MAGA Republicans are evil. It right. is a political ploy. Yeah, that is one of the things that they had to have known. Yeah. But they said it anyway. MAGA Republicans are a direct threat to the to the republic. So why then is the DNCC funding yeah. MAGA Republicans in congressional races. And that is not arguable. It is a fact. Yes. Because they think they can beat the MAGA Republicans. Yeah. So they're funding them, even though they're a direct threat to the Republic. Well, what does that make you if you're funding something that's a direct threat to the Republic? Um, a facilitator of the direct threat to the Republic? Yes, you are a direct threat to the Republic. <laughs> QED, I mean, yeah, I don't get it. I, I don't. So I, I keep looking at this and I keep thinking about, I keep thinking about Daniel Webster who clearly in my mind got the message, which is that Sarah Goodrich wants mm -hmm. to, uh, wants to get to know you biblically speaking. Sure. But, wants to come over for some coffee. Right. <laughs> She's sending you nudes, but he either didn't react to the message or just thought it was you know, funny or whatever. I mean, here's. Oh, he reacted. He saved the picture. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think late at night when he was in his office in the Senate you know, and the other senators were over smoking cigars and drinking whiskey and they oh, he like, shared hey, it. I got to show you this. You think that happened? I'm pretty sure that happened. But the message itself, which was. I wish to be. Yeah. With you. Clearly did not either get received or reacted upon. Biden's message was for whom? Who was he talking to? Was he talking to the MAGA Republicans who he knew would react negatively? Or was he talking to supposedly moderate Democrats who suddenly somehow or another would wake up and go, oh, my God, he's right. MAGA Republicans are a threat to the democracy, even so though we're funding them. So here's the conspiracy theory. OK, somehow maybe that information got out to the, the mainstream media and they all decided we're not going to cover it. We're just going to let it slide. Well, see, that's what I'm wondering, too is if they got an advanced copy of this speech and went, no way in that. hell yeah. putting this on. <laughs> but again, even that doesn't stop it because you know it's going to, no. I mean, it's, it's going to well, be it's streamed. The, it's on the internet. Yeah. It's and it was streamed and there was a lot of conservative and other parties. I'm sure like the White House puts out watch a, parties. <laughs> the White House puts out a, you know, it's probably on the White House website. I haven't looked because I don't care that much, but it might not be now. <laughs> Well, <laughs> then the next day he's answering questions at the press oh, yeah. conference, which is again, can I just say this? I, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just old, 
and decrepit and grumpy and curmudgeon I do not need a daily press briefing from the White House. No. I don't need it. Don't want it. Don't care. If we were in a time of war, maybe. Well, we are. We have been since 2001. Well, they don't treat it like a full on Oh, come on. That's how come they can forgive student debt. Because it says right there in the bill, the Congress passed, time of war or other national emergency. Hey, COVID and war. Time of national emergency. Guess we can forgive student debt. I don't need every day. I don't need a press. And this has been going on for a while, right? Mm -hmm. So this started when? Back under Bush? I think so. Oh, my God. I just, and for a while there when I was in radio, we had a channel on iHeart. We had a channel dedicated to the daily press briefing. We had, iHeart had its own guy there whose entire job was just to broadcast the daily meeting. And and there were some people who listened to it religiously. I'm not mm-hmm. going to point any fingers, name any names. Kevin Fox. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> But I just couldn't do it. And I kept yeah. telling him, I can't do it. Can't, can't do it. I got, I got other things to do. I got <laughs> coffee to drink. I got, got McDonald's to eat. I got, no. But the next day at the press briefing, apparently, because again, I didn't actually watch it. I have the, I have the tape of it, but I watched the actual thing. Yeah. The president who realized that. This entire speech, which had, which had been his idea, which we're told, yeah, inside sources, realized that, hey, this did not go as well as I thought it would. Somehow or another, I thought me standing in front of the Independence Hall, bathed in red and blue whites, with Marines standing behind me, shaking my fists and yelling about how the MAGA Republicans are the 80 million Americans mm-hmm. who voted for MAGA Republicans who don't have F-15s, but clearly do have AR-15s. Yes. Um, they didn't take this well. They didn't get my message. My message was one of peace and brotherhood and, and unity, but they didn't get that. Maybe I should back it up a little bit. And so he started backing off of this. So we, we saw him become a fisherman where he's reeling in the line back in, trying to, yes. trying to pull it back. Trying to explain, oh, I did. That's not what I meant. And even the pure Paul guy, post, uh, post whatever, said, said, it, uh, said, you know, well, that's not really what he meant. He didn't really mean that they, they were a threat to the Republic. He meant that, that the philosophy is a threat. Right. That Donald Trump is a threat. But the people who voted for him, they're just misguided. They're just... Mistake. That's not what he said. Well, it isn't, but that's what he's saying. He said now, because again, I think I think he started realizing that ah, this did not go as well, well as all the memes and all. I mean, the Babylon Bee went crazy. It was hilarious. Yes. Well, and that's what I get back to is again, he had to have known that that was going to happen. They whoever let him stand there had to know. That this is the 21st century. They had to know that. There's no way they didn't know that. And if they didn't know that, well, they're lying. I'm just going to. The only other alternative is they are literally the stupidest people on this planet. And I don't think they are. It's a possibility. eh, See, I'm not. Not not that many. But but, but they had to have known. Which means that he either overrode them, which is what my inside source is telling me. He said, no, I'm going to do it this way. So he clearly, and now he's having to walk it all back. Mm -hmm. So the question is, 
I guess the question is, who's the message for? Who was he talking to? Because the people he he's blaming already hate him and don't want to vote sure. for him and think that he's insane and think he's a dictator. And the first lord and general Dax or whatever his name was. Yeah. Uh, Lux, Dax, Fax. What was his name? Oh. You're the Star Wars geek. You I know, know but I'm, I told I you I'm look horrible Caesar with Robin. names. Anyway. Anyway, the point <laughs> being that they, they already think that. And the other people that, that voted for him, they didn't vote for him as much as they voted against Donald Trump. I'm convinced of that. I'm, I am absolutely convinced that virtually no one voted for Joe Biden. Nothing Joe Biden said at any point said made people go, yeah, that's the guy. They were voting against Donald Trump, and he was the only option. So the, 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 who's the message for? Who was he talking to? That's the question that I can't get. I can't get an answer to this message that he sent this giant picture of his boobs that he sent to America didn't go anywhere. It went in the safe where it's being locked away to be used against him at some point. And he's not smart enough to see that. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, it's, it, it, it's so hard to say with them because they they're they're flip flopping with with everything as well, and so is that by design? Well, I think it's I think it's designed to be, you know, something. I, who knows? Who knows what this whole thing is designed to be anymore? Because and that's the problem. Because there's this element here that makes you think that we're supposed to believe that this guy is the greatest thing since sliced bread. He's the he's the anti-Trump. He is he is what's representative of the greatness of America. And there were those who thought that about Daniel Webster, that he was what represented the greatness of Daniel Webster. General Hux. Hux. See, I knew there was a UX. At any rate, in the same way that Daniel Webster was supposed to represent everything was great and, and, and ended up essentially just causing a civil war. Most people don't most people don't assign the blame for the American Civil War to Daniel Webster because he was trying to prevent it. But in trying to prevent it, he just made things worse. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden, in his attempt to frame Donald Trump as the greatest threat to the republic of all time, which he's not even close. But, to the establishment, maybe. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but in the process of doing that, his entire message just made things worse. It did. And the problem with all that is you can get the enjoyment of seeing the nudes. Welcome back. I'm Rabbi Dave. I am Friar Rod. And this, my friends, is the joy that is What the Frock. Yeah, Sunday morning romp through the week. You can find on whatthefrock.org. Or on Facebook. What the Frock on Facebook. Yeah. Where you can leave comments. Questions. Like, you can ask us questions. Yeah. Nobody ever asks us any questions. No. I wonder why. You should ask us questions. What do you think about? What do you? Yeah. What about this? Rod, what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? I have loads of fun. Well, don't answer the question because I, I want somebody out there to ask sure. you. So, so it's not coming from me. 
Do you ever send nudes? Nobody ever sends us nudes. Dave, how many nudes do you have in your safe? None. My wife has a key to it. Are you insane? No, no. You're you're not supposed to answer the question. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there you go. Anyway, world's getting crazy. It is. So did you see where Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is a MAGA Republican, by the way. Yes, she is. Which makes her a threat to the Republic. Mm-hmm. Got swatted twice this week. Yeah. You know what swatting is, right? Everybody knows what uh, swatting is. Yes. And for those, yeah, for those that don't know, it's when the, uh, when someone elicits a fake call to the police saying, help, help, and, you know, someone's been shot or something like that in order to get a SWAT response. To try and either right. threaten, intimidate, or possibly kill, because that's happened before. That has happened before. Where the SWAT team shows up, they don't know what, all they know is what they've got on the report. And, yeah, they, and the homeowner react, doesn't know what's going on because, say right. Reacts yeah. like, like you would or I would. Yeah. And, of course, they shoot them, and then, and then everybody's embarrassed, and nobody's ever held responsible. Well, she got nope. swatted twice this week. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this, but apparently it is a website that is doing this. There is a website where they are encouraging this swatting be- behavior. I don't think it's the site itself. I think it's more of a forum where people can post things. Well, I mean, that's a website in my way. Yeah. Well, they allow but, it. Well, and see, that's the thing is the web host says that it will not take down the website behind the swatting. Internet mm-hmm. security hosting Cloudflare. Yeah. Said it would not take down the website over its involvement in harassing public figures, which is a no. See, I'm, I'm of mixed mind here because I, I, I agree with them for not yeah. doing that. It should come from either some type of a legal issue or it's a legal court order to take it down or that the other. The okay, comp- but wouldn't swatting re- result in that? <laughs> well, you'd think, but has there been a court order, you know, like a cease and desist or something like that? Well, in fairness, this is the same web hosting company that used to host the Daily Stormer. Mm-hmm. Stormer? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. Daily Stormer, for those of you who, who Stormer, for, for those of you who might be living under a rock, is a Nazi website. And, and by, see, I'm getting tired of this Marjorie Green Taylor called Biden a Nazi. That Stop calling people Nazis. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. I don't care which side you're on. Sorry, I'm going to rant here. Yeah, I don't care fine. if you're left, right, or indifferent. You freaking call people Nazis. You well better have some proof that they're actual Nazis. Nazis don't disagree with other people. They fucking kill people mm-hmm. because of their religion and their, their faith. Nazis march 900 Jews out onto a frozen river in Hungary and then shell the river. Mm-hmm. There is no evidence whatsoever that Donald Trump or Joe Biden has ever done that. Stop calling them Nazis. Yeah. They're not. You may disagree with them. You may not like them, but they are not Nazis. I think you've already lost the argument if you have to invoke that Exactly. Term. Godwin's Law. The instant you bring up Nazi, you lost. Anyway, the Daily Stormer, sorry, back to reality here. The Daily Stormer <laughs> was a Nazi website. It was a very pro-Nazi modern website, and it was hosted on Cloudflare, but they took that down in 2017, 2019, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they removed the QAnon 8chan yeah. in 2019. 
So, but the article said they've changed their ways, Dave. Okay. Because other because foreign governments started asking them to do X and do Y, and they decided, no, we don't want to get into that. We we don't want to. We don't want to participate. Okay, but it doesn't look weird that you took down the Daily Stormer, which I'm I'm okay with. I don't have a problem getting rid of the Daily Stormer. In yeah. fact, I'd probably light the match for you, but, but or or QAnon, which is yeah, I don't even want to get started on QAnon. But now you won't take down a website, <laughs> oh, boy. You, yeah. Now you, yeah. Now you won't take down a website that's actually encouraging illegal yeah. behavior. I mean, the, to me. That's a First Amendment. You could say it's First Amendment issue, and it is. It's incitement. You're inciting yeah. people to violence. How do you not take that down? How do you not look at that as a company and go, you know, we could be liable for this. We have a person here in Silverdale yeah. who is throwing a major, and I mean major, hiss fit on Facebook right now, social media, okay. because after Costco closes at night, they have a huge parking lot. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't understand why his kids can't skateboard in this Costco parking lot after they've closed each time. I'm a member of Costco, he says. Why can't we use this parking lot to skateboard? Because of liability. Because the sign says private property, no skateboarding. Yeah. That and liability. Liability. How does, how does Cloudflare not see that if you're allowing people to encourage people to swat people, regardless of politics, that there's some liability there. So according to the article, they take the stance that they are providing a much like a telephone line, a, a, a public service type of, you know, we are just the utility. You wouldn't sue the, the, the phone company because someone someone made the call right to swat. That's the argument. That's their argument. Now we're just a public utility. Now. The internet has constantly made the argument of we're not a public utility, we're a public forum. So which is it? What's the message here? What's what? Who's sending the nude to who here? So if they change their stance again, though, when it comes to something else, then then you've got to say, okay, you know, you're not you're just you're you're just political at that point. Right. See, I don't know. To me. Common sense here says, even if this really, I mean, which, which would I rather be sued for? Okay. Violating somebody's first amendment, right. By taking down their website, which was encouraging people to incite violence or being party to someone being harmed and or killed by a website, which, which of those two lawsuits do I want is what my attorney says. And I'm going to go with the first one because yeah, number one, that one's not going to be as expensive, even if I lose, which I'm probably not going to lose because I'm a private business and the First Amendment doesn't apply yeah. unless we are a public utility, in which case then the Congress, they got to deal with it, not me. Yeah. But that second one, I don't see how you win that. No. I really don't. Not if someone gets hurt. No, no way. They will be, you know, the lawsuits from that will be huge. They would be huge and they would be devastating and... That would force uh, reactions, the kind of which we have rarely seen. Mm-hmm. And it would really bring to forefront the argument of whether or not, is this a utility or is this a, is this a, a, a public forum? Somebody, Supreme Court, is going to have to decide that. Yeah. Is that really what we want right now? Yeah, Congress isn't going to do it. 
God, no. So we could have an executive order from the president. Oh, yeah, because that's what we live by now. Who knows where we'd go? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to WTF, and it is our time for that wonderful news articles that we've collected over the week uh, that, that make us say WTF. So I've got one for you today, but I have to I have to ask you something. If if Cammy happened to you know go into the safe and and find you know some nudes right that weren't of you, which I want to be clear, there are no nudes. In okay. Okay. And and you wanted to like make amends, you know, and and maybe buy her something. Would you buy her jewelry? Would that be something you might no, do? I would not buy her jewelry, and I'll tell you why. She doesn't like jewelry. I have oh, bought okay. her jewelry in the past. Okay. She wears it one time, gets her picture taken with it, and then you never see it again. Okay. And, and I don't mind that. Cammy is not very pretentious because she's okay. a nurse. She doesn't wear a wedding sure. ring. Sure, yeah. But 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 no, I would not buy her jewelry. I would. Okay. Okay. Well, apparently. Coffee. Coffins, whatever. Uh, apparently, there's something like a, a I'm not going to say it's an Etsy shop, but there's someone out there making jewelry for uh, it's a Canadian based jeweler that she's creating necklaces and, and bracelets and uh, with, you know, using clay and also using the powdered semen of, of the husband. She's making semen based jewelry for people, which she powdered. She she gets it and she dries it out, I guess, if it's not dry already, and powders it up and mixes it in with the clay and makes jewelry. She explains that hundreds of clients have sent her messages asking for a special piece. However, the process special isn't piece pleasant. Of, oh, never mind. Fresh samples are one thing, but when they've been in the mail a little bit, I mean, it smells. Uh. <laughs> it's, it's one of those really? articles, Dave, Yeah, that, that, that made me say, WTF? Man. What the heck? Why would she start that? Unless she's unless she's making a ton of money. Oh, and you know she is. Making more than we are. Imagine 75 years from now finding a necklace at the Goodwill and not knowing what it has in it. <laughs> That's a quote from the article. <laughs> a young man. See, now on mine is like, I can't even come close. <laughs> See what I did there. I did. A young man who recently graduated from university and got a job. Okay. Same time. Claims his family on his mother's side took him out, invited him out for a double celebration. See, this just doesn't even work now because now. All right. The restaurant they chose was very expensive, but he had agreed to go regardless, oblivious of their intentions. And he ended up having a good time, which okay. probably did not involve the making of necklaces, although it might have. You never know. He could have contributed, I guess. However, the fun stopped once the bill arrived. I feel I feel like I can't even compete this morning. <laughs> and I found this one early in the week, too. I, I I kept looking for something that would see. I found the Sarah Goodrich story earlier in the week too, and I thought I, I actually sent 
this to yeah. Rod and Bill. I said, you could build a whole show around this sending nude idea and the yeah. message is not being met. And then the president walked right into it and gave me, sure. gave me great examples of how to tie all this stuff together. And of course it involves Daniel Webster. who's my fa- one of my favorite Americans in all of history. And this is the crap I end up with for WTF. <laughs> You, this, you this had some great stuff, to, but you're not. This kid I, I goes win this to a week. restaurant. We right. need to. This needs to be a competition on WTF, right? Who has the best oh, WTF I don't know story? Go, I don't know if we want to go there. Because <laughs> remember, I'm a submariner. Oh, that's so. true. True. I but it's it's. Good. You have to find the news story, so right? The WTF news right. story. But you don't think I could do that? Well, I think of course I blew could. it this week because <laughs> I mean, my, my even my news that I don't know why you would care about is crap. <laughs> Sarah Michelle Geller is married. Did you know that? I knew that to Freddie Prince. Yes. Did you know that she's been married to Freddie Prince for 20 years? And she wants money yeah. now from Howard Stern because Howard Stern, once upon a time, 20 years ago, was interviewing Freddie Prince Jr. and said, oh, you know, that'll never last. Yeah. So now she wants money from, from Howard Stern. I don't know why you would care. I don't know why anybody would care. I don't know why Sarah Michelle Geller would care. Other than it's a million dollars. And I'm pretty sure Howard Stern doesn't care because he's got more money than God and way more money than we ever had. But then again, he has people on his show doing things that are way beyond what we could do and go way beyond just sending nudes. Anyway, this kid goes to the restaurant. He's 23 years old. Um, The bill arrived and he was fully prepared to pay for himself Mm -hmm. and his elderly grandfather. What he hadn't planned on is that his relatives stuck him with the entire bill, which was thousands of pounds because this was in England. Okay. Yeah. And he asked for separate checks from the waiter (laughs) after which the family accused him of being quote cheap. Oh, please. He was invited out. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. If he was invited out, then he shouldn't even have to pay for himself. Well, that's the kind of thing that sort of made me say WTF. Welcome back. I'm Dave. I'm Rod. I clearly lost this week. You did. I don't even. We can't compete with with the soccer anymore because you know your team's not in the same league anymore. My first place team. Your first place team. Yeah. Yes. We're coming back. You know that. Yeah, you're coming back. We're, we're gonna be we're gonna be in the Premier League next year, <laughs> and then we'll go back down to the championship. But see, we couldn't have. We have to have some other way to have a friendly. You know, right. way to way. I don't wager. want to choose another team. I don't like any of the other teams. No, that's fine. You'll be back. I, well, that's see, always. I chose thing. Norwich because I hated the idea of just. See, I figured I get it yeah. when I when I decided to start following quote unquote EPL. Yeah. I, I said to myself, I don't want to be a Manchester or Arsenal. Yeah, or, you don't want to go. I don't want to jump you, on a bandwagon. No. I want a team that represents me. That that represents part of my, my family is from. My historical family is from okay. Norfolk. No. Okay. That's fine. So it was either Norfolk or Ipswich. And Nor- I didn't like Norwich. Ipswich. Yeah. Didn't I not say that? It's Norfolk. either Norwich or Ipswich. You said Norfolk. Oh, did I? Well, yeah. Norfolk. Same thing. Okay. Norwich is in Norfolk. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so I didn't like I didn't like Ipswich's logo. 
Yeah, yeah. So anyway, went with went with Narch, and and I don't I don't want to choose again. That's besides funny. which college football kicked off yesterday, and I had a great day. Navy didn't do so well, okay. but Oklahoma absolutely. I hate the first week of college football because what? Why are we even playing UTEP? But, you, you mean college hand egg, right? I'm not the. I explain don't start that with now. me, commie. <laughs> but Wyoming yesterday, okay, Wyoming, yeah, Wyoming tie game. They're they're down big. They come back to tie the game. Two minutes to go in the game. They're they're inside the five yard line. They're going to drive in and get the uh-huh. game winning score. Halfback fumbles the ball. Oh, goes to overtime. Well, no, it doesn't go into overtime. You uh, the, the the team they're playing Tulsa starts driving down the field. They get a huge pass, like fifty yard pass. The guy's running down free. He's going to go with the fumbles the ball. Okay. Wyoming gets it back. Wyoming drives it back down. Four seconds on the clock. Go to kick the game winning field. It hits the upright at the top of the upright up here. Oh Oop. no! Goes straight up and comes down on the inside, so it's no good. Oh. So we got to go to overtime, and in overtime they finally won it. So anyway, okay. it was a pretty good day for footballs. So I'm good for that. And then Thursday the NFL starts, and the Dodgers and the Mariners are both looking really good. I'm and, not going to comment about baseball. I, yeah. So I'm, I'm waiting for the A's to move to Las Vegas. Yeah, that's that's not going to be good. <laughs> so look, other than my dad passing away, literally as we ended the show last week, um, yeah, it's been a pretty good week. With that stuff. Thanks for, uh, by the way, thanks for all the thoughts and messages and all that kind of stuff and for giving me space to, to deal with some things. It did for the most part have been okay. Yeah. It's, it's some rough moments. You know how this well, you've, yeah. you've lost parents. So, you know, yeah, how I've lost my mom. Yeah. Back right. in 2015. And yep. yeah, time doesn't heal all wounds, but it does kind of lessen the pain. Right. And that's, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to is a little bit, a little bit less. There, there isn't, I'm not sure what the word I'm looking for is, but again, thank you to everybody that reached out and shared your condolences with me. I, I greatly appreciate that. What I would appreciate as well is if you would like, download, share, rate, review this show. Yeah, that please. Very helpful to us. Send us your messages. Your questions, you right? If you have questions, questions for us. Questions. I have questions. Yes. A question. Since before your sun burned bright in the sky, I have awaited a question. Send them to WTF at whatthefrock.org. If you don't want me to read it, just send it to Rod at whatthefrock.org. Yeah. But otherwise, you can do that there. And on that note, I'm Rabbi Dave. And I am Friar Rod. And this has been What the Frock? Send nudes. <laughs> <laughs>